You're listening to the Get Peel Podcast, a space for life enthusiasts to get inspired, learn through others about fitness, business, relationships, and life itself. I'm your host, Hannah Eden, a fitness entrepreneur that has an obsession with sweating and a burning desire to share and inspire others with the lessons I've learned through fitness. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Get Peel Podcast. What's we up, are... everyone? Where are we, baby? We were at a horseshoe van um, here in Arizona. That's right. The very edge of Arizona and Utah. Nope. We're in Utah now. No. We're on the border. No, no, no. We're actually in, are we? Page, Arizona. I don't know. When you put in Page in maps, it says Utah. Maybe Page can be in Utah or Arizona. How about we settle on that? We're right on the border. That's where we are. (laughs) But this is amazing. We are so glad to be here. We took a hike. It wasn't too far, not too crazy. And we found this really cool spot here. So we figured that we would collect all the questions that have been coming through um, and do a Q&A. Let's Uh, do it. We haven't read any of these questions. I've just been screenshotting them every time I did a questions on Instagram. Uh, So there's no preparation here. Exactly. All right. So. All right. On location. Let's hit it, baby. Okay. All right. So the first one I got. So what prompted you and your husband to travel to anywhere in the USA in an RV? All right. You want to take this one? Sure. So what prompted us to do this? Well, I think the thought of traveling has always been something that's really enjoyable um, Mm -hmm. and work has taken me to a lot of really cool places around the world, but I've been alone a lot of the times and we haven't really had the opportunity to spend the space or the time in that space together. So that is something that's been on my mind. But um, as soon as Pump Fit closed, the original idea was obviously the movers and shakers that we are. I was like, shit, what's the next step for this brand? Because the brand is still alive. Mm-hmm. It's internationally recognized. Like yeah. we can't just close the door and go on. So I was like, all right, let's take Pump Fit on the road. And we were naive. Like COVID will be over, over in a couple in months. A couple months yeah. <laughs> like it'll be fine. Like let's take Pump and do Pump on the road. So let's get an RV. Let's uh, customize it and make it all like Pump Fit branding and slap our logo over and then set up. Like we even did some research. Remember we have the notepad still. I'm yeah. trying to find the top 10 um, most uh, populated locations of the Hef tribe. And go to those areas around the United States and then host these big events and, you know, bring people in and blah, blah, blah. And then realize quickly that COVID didn't go away. COVID is a, was a thing, you know, mm-hmm. it wasn't something that was going to be a quick fix. We're still going through the effects of it now. And to make that decision would have been irresponsible. So the thought of possibly still hosting a workout along this journey is still on my mind. I don't know how you feel about that, but. It's know. similar to that. Um, I guess the idea is because we are the majority of what we do in our work is in the digital space um technically we don't have to be tied up to an office and then we saw ourselves tied up to an office yeah and then you had the crazy idea of making it happen and you know you worked extremely hard on making this happening um and while we're here and it was one of those things because i think that we both got like the taste of oh my gosh like let's take the business on the road for pump fit and then when we realized that that wasn't really a possibility it was like well damn like that would have been really enjoying like something that we would have really enjoyed and would have fulfilled us and we mm-hmm. felt that feeling right that i think that we've been looking for for a while i was like well why not why the hell not if we don't need to be here anymore and we don't have to be we don't have a boss telling us to be here from nine to five like why do we keep putting this life up for ourselves right, right? it's like let's be extremists as we are and let's remove structure let's remove schedule entirely and like go into the unknown and try and figure it Whoa. out did you see that I felt that. Dang, did you see that? That felt really close to my arm. There was a bird coming right in front of us. It just literally, I felt like it was like, Phew. These oh, birds, man. I can't wait to look at that. Okay, so that was a great question. Um, right. And that was from Peasy14, so thank you very much. Peasy, well, that's my nickname sometimes, Peasy. It yeah. is? Yeah, from <laughs> P.O. to Peasy, yeah. That's another self-named nickname. No, it's not. <laughs> okay, so from Smithy Dub, your favorite thing about each other, loving following your journey. Smithy Dub. Smithy Dub. I'll take that one. Okay. Um, my favorite thing about Hannah. Let's see. That's Manny. You're going to get to choose one. Just one. Okay. I have to be, I have to be selective here. Hang on. Um, the fact that when you put an idea in your mind, it doesn't matter if it's impossible or not, you're going to find a way of making it happen. And I've seen it happen maybe 10 different times. And in the beginning, I'm like, you're crazy. That's just, that's just, that idea is going to fade away. And it doesn't fade away. And it actually happens. And that's crazy. I love that. That's actually interesting to say that. Because when I was younger, I feel like this didn't just happen, right? I've always felt like <clears throat> what do you mean? those ideas that you're saying that I like, 
There's so many and, and it's crazy. Go ahead. But I think that the feeling or having the idea or the thought has always been there, but the confidence is what I lacked to, to, in order to pursue it. Because I, I will never forget one time standing and like actually having a voice, you know, because I was so young. I was always the youngest person mm -hmm. around all of our friends and it was always yeah. like, Psh, whatever, Hannah. Not no more. Yeah, right now I'm fucking old. But, but I used to be the youngest all yeah. the time and like significantly younger. And I was less educated at the time. A lot of our friends were far more educated, especially even with me and within my family. But I remember a lot of the times, um, the people that we would be around, I always felt like, who am I to give my opinion? Or Sorry, like, let me just open a parenthesis. Not less educated. They were just older and more experienced and maybe they saw more. <clears throat> you were fucking smart too. Now I am. I'm talking about back in the day when I was okay. younger. I was not educated at all. I did not read books. I got by by cheating or like figuring it out. You know, like I was not, I did not take education very seriously which is something I really regret and try and make up for now in older life but um I remember always having the same thoughts and ideas that I do now like oh my god can you imagine if but I never had the balls to pursue it mm -hmm. so I think confidence is something that fitness allowed me to grow and develop and work that muscle and then it allowed me to feel more confident with expressing my opinion or like idea and then having the confidence to not quit on it because a lot of people will doubt easy, an right? idea right a lot of, even anyone, like even in someone that you love, like not just because they don't believe you can do it, but they just don't see it <clears throat> or they don't see it like you see, or they're not in your head, you know? It's tough, man, because people are different. And whenever you come up with these ideas, my vision sometimes doesn't allow me to see all the way through. I'm like, how the fuck is this going to happen? And yeah. Happens. And that happens a lot. And often if I think like that, I'm not going to do it either. Because if, I, if like I like... How? Man, how is this going to happen? If I try and see it to the end, yeah. right? If I try and look at the end result when the idea initially is born in my brain, it's too overwhelming and it's like no fucking way. It's so far-fetched. But if I zoom out, I always use that term, right? Like zoom out from the actual idea and think, all right, well, I'm going to use an example. What's step number one? Okay. Then what's step number two? Let's use a really stupid example of where we are right now, okay? So I want to make a goal to be able to repel down the side of this cliff. Like now I actually might make this a goal, <laughs> uh. right? It's like, okay, that's fucking stupid. What are you out of your goddamn mind? Well, yeah, I am a B like, you got to believe somehow that you actually think you can do it. Like I'm looking over there going, I could probably do that, but it's going to not happen overnight. So patience is number one. And number two is like, okay, well, if I wanted to go down there, how would I make that happen? Well, I should probably learn how to rock climb. Right. So yeah. I'd go find out how to rock climb. I should probably learn how to repel. I'm going to learn how to repel. Oh, the skin on my hands hurts. Oh, I need time to build up resistance and resilience, right? And, oh, I'm so scared of heights. Well, let's continue to repeat the same course over and over again until I understand what it is. So I'm not scared of it anymore. And I understand it, know it, learn it, and like absorb it. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, okay, well, I'm not gonna be able to do that on my own. So let me go get a pro climber that can help me advise me on this. And that could be my guide and can be my partner. All right, well, now I need a team. If I need a team, that means that they need to take time off work. Like, this is literally how Iceland happened. I remember it. It's like, yeah, what do you mean you're going to do that? Yeah. And I remember this notepad that we had and it was ridiculous. Like, maybe, maybe what, I still have it. I won't let it go. But everything always starts so big and you just take all these steps, but you don't stop the process of going back until you're at step one. Mm -hmm. And I write it down and then it's like, okay, well, ooh, I should probably go try and find a rock climbing instructor or Google a rock climbing gym. And it just starts there. But it's like, you have to have the balls and the confidence to not quit and the confidence to not doubt yourself along the way. Because I remember Iceland till the day, well, up until day five, I think I was like, I'm not going to be able to do this. Do but if I let the doubt enter, yeah. like I would really not do it, you know, and not perform. So I think you somehow to have to convince your brain and not let your brain do that, which is like, I can't see it. Well, if you try and see it clearly, you're never going to get there. I know. And uh, this is something that actually fitness actually helps on that sense, because it's almost like a long workout. Yeah. It's one of those grueling fucking workouts, 50 to 65 minute workout. If you think about all the stuff that you're going to have to do for the next hour, you're probably going to say, no way. Yeah. But if you think about the next rep, just the next rep, then things start happening. Yeah. Right? And then and then you can feel, you build the resilience and the confidence yeah. when you're like, oh, one more rep, that wasn't so bad. Oh, another more rep, that wasn't so bad either. Oh, I need to take a second. Okay, I'll take a second, but yeah. I can come back for another one. If you're trying to get everything at once, yeah. it's so discouraging. But yeah. I think overwhelming is the first feeling yeah and then and then we turn this feeling of being overwhelming to i can't doubt yeah. oh yeah you can you just yeah. got to take one rep at a time yeah cool. it's, it's so true okay so there's a good one um oh wait i need to tell you my favorite thing Let's about you okay so my favorite thing Hit about me. you 
would have to be that, well, there's a lot of things, but I think that your willingness to always be down, like you're always down. Even if, like, I'm going to use an example last even night. If even if you're not, you're always down. You know, you never not give something an opportunity. And I mean anything, like from extreme sports to trying food to supporting a stupid idea to just anything. But I remember last night, I'm like, hey, this morning, I'm like, here's a crazy idea. When we were on the beach, like we pulled our RV onto Lone Rock Beach last night. It's absolutely insane. Oh. But this morning we were walking down towards the actual lake and we couldn't get the RV too close to the actual water because it was so thick on sand. But I might, I'm like, don't worry, we'll just leave it here. We'll hike out tonight. We'll take the camp, the tent and we'll sit, we'll camp out here tonight in the tent. What do you think, babe? And he's like, uh, yeah. And I can tell in the voice, your inner That's, monologue yeah. is going, she's out of her fucking mind. There's no way I'm not going to sleep in that <laughs> RV with AC or heating <laughs> nice and a nice bed while this crazy ass is out here in a tent. But I guarantee you, if I really wanted to do that, you'd be down and you're always down to adventure. And That's I like good. that with understanding too. And then that you comes keep me young. More. I like that. I keep you young. You do because you keep pushing the boundaries and things that we do and things that I wouldn't normally do by myself that I have. And I guess you keep me alive. Good understanding. Yeah. I keep, I on keep many you, levels. I keep you not dead. Like yeah. That. Don't get dead. Okay. Yeah, Paolo keeps me not dead. He, he reels me in when I go rogue. Sometimes you come up with some silly ideas. Like yeah. that one that we had had a couple of drinks and we stopped the um, we stopped the truck in this pond. It was like a pond kind of thing. Yeah, pond. The bottom was lakes. Oh, yeah. And you're like, hey, let's hike up. Let's hike up to the top of that rock. I'm like, okay. <sighs> so sharp. When I say sharp rocks, it's almost blades. And we're wearing flip-flops. And then on the way down, I'm like, this is the stupidest idea that I've... I'm going to get so much shit. Mom and dad, I swear, are making smart decisions while I'm on so this trip. I'm, I always ask us to wear helmets if we need to wear a helmet. You we always wear have a to helmet, wear... girl. When did you wear a helmet? <laughs> on a bike. I did. You did. He wore a helmet inside of the cave because he keeps fucking hitting his head. And that sounds like that's a whole other problem. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's what I love about you. All right. From Salt7. Hmm? Any tips for staying fit work after working a 12-hour night shift? Salt Seven, that's cool. That's that a place from work, right? From work. That's a place from Fort Lauderdale. I might be salty. It might be salty. Salty Seven? Well, I don't know. Um, repeat the question again? Any tips for fitting in a pretty much... Any tips for staying fit working 12-hour night shifts? Yes. Um, number one thing is to set low goals for yourself meaning don't try and finish the 12-hour shift and say okay now i gotta get my workout it's gonna be 90 minutes long i think that until you get to that point make it into something that you do without a doubt you do without thinking twice and you do it consistently like a lifestyle and the best way to start is to squeeze short quick workouts i'm gonna be honest right now during this trip i am fighting hard to squeeze my workouts in um, and there's no point for me to set myself a goal of, oh, let me do this 55, 65 minute workout. It's not going to work. So I'm trying to start with 20, 15, 20, 25 minutes. And uh, as soon as you keep getting those in day in, day out, it's going to come to a point where you can add five more minutes and then five more minutes. Next thing you know, it's already part of you. Awesome. I love that. And I'll give my two cents there as well. Like we used to work 12, 14 hour days, um, often too. And it's like, we're fortunate enough to be able to fit the workout and the movement into that day, just because mm -hmm. that's what we do. But I will say this on the days that are that long, when the last thing you want to do is work out, um, I suggest that you do work out because it gives me more energy and I feel better emotionally. Before? Well, I'm going to get there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But make sure you get the movement in the day, even though you have had a really long day, the days are not going to feel as long if you've had some movement within it. Just feel like your True. energy and your, 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 I don't know, clarity is a lot um, higher and better. So that was what I was about to say, which is, I know that your days are long, but um, there's no fucking way it's possible to get home from work after that crazy day and the emotional baggage. I don't know if you do work in a hospital. I don't know why I'm assuming that, but a 12 hour night shift. Um, if it is in the medical field or wherever you're doing, like it's a heavy, heavy thing to do emotionally as well as physically. Um, and it's against the norm, right? Which is, it's like adds a lot of resistance to your lifestyle. So I would suggest that you get your workout in before you start your day, which means you have to get your ass up earlier and not hours, just 30 minutes, mm -hmm. you know, like you don't need, like Paolo was saying to work out for such a long amount of time. Think quality 
over quantity. Like if you've only, if I've only got 10, 15 minutes, that 10, 15 minutes is not going to be 10, 15 minutes of a hour workout. It's going to be a fucking crazy workout. That's on a whole other level that I can get that squeeze that orange jar and get the most bang for my buck. And it's one thing just to compliment this and finish this point. Um, Oh, escape mine. Oh man. Bugs. Um, it's to not set yourself up for failure. Understand that short workouts will do it. And I totally missed my point. I'm sorry. I wasn't listening. I was reading the next question. I know. Tell me the next question. Okay. Hey, we'll get back to that point. If I ever come back to it. Will you, this is from Stace MW616. Will you be coming to the UK soon when things are all right again? Great question. Um, we are trying to, mm-hmm. I really want to get home and see my family. Um, my grand, my Nana is not getting any younger and you know, my cousins have all had babies or well, not all of them, just one of them, but you know, everyone's having babies. Lot, right? Yeah, man. And I just want to get home and see family and, and friends. So we're going to try and go home for Christmas this year. Right. Um, we don't know where the RV will be and we'll probably just have to park the RV, put it in storage, get on a plane, go to England and then come back. But that is the goal. Um, if everything is safe to do so and, uh, we're trying to get a big house for all of our, our cousins, like 20, 25 of us to get together and just have a Christmas. Is that a thing? Like a big family, yeah. Ooh, Uncle Mickey's looking into it. Awesome. I can't wait. It's going to be so cool. Mickey, Mr. Elvis. Um, okay, this is great. Start, uh, this is from N. McKenz. Just starting to lift. I have tight Achilles to prevent me from squatting properly. What do I do? <clears throat> this is a power question. Tackle it. You're missing mobility over here. Tackle it. Um... We've had friends in that situation. I think that whenever we began fitness for us, I remember it took me a while to get to a point where I was, you know, supple. Let's put it like that. So uh, don't be afraid. Tackle it. There's one million videos that you can watch on YouTube of people helping you actually mobilize your Achilles, your ankles, um, and that's going to improve you. So watch the videos, consume as much as you can, and before each session, Get it done. Start with yeah, five, ten minutes. Your Achilles is, is, is Achilles tendon, right? So it is not necessarily going to be able to be stretched and, and shortened like a muscle, but um, you can definitely work on your range of motion through mo- mobilizing those areas. So one thing I do want to know is that when it comes to trying to mo- mobilize your muscles, especially, and you're trying to build flexibility, um, staying within a stretch uh, or a lengthened space uh, for more than 30 seconds is important to try and get some kind of change or, or improvement and consistent work in that area is really important. Like I know that we're on a podcast, so you can't see me, but I'm going to go into the base of my squat right now and your ankle mobility, your Achilles tendon uh, mobility is going to be determined on ankle mobility. No, I'm just right here, but keeping your feet flat on the floor and trying to maintain your feet flat on the floor and sending your back back into a squat, like you're sitting on a chair is really important but once that that my mobility is pretty good so i can come all the way down with flat feet and stretch all the way out in my achilles but if you can't i would suggest holding onto a wall going into your base where you feel that tug staying there for like 30 to 45 seconds inhale exhale you're not trying to get for the muscle uh burn so you can lean on something if you need to but stretch out that space even if you're on the balls of your feet and just shift and every day before your workout or while you're watching tv is just spend time in the base of your squat mobilizing shifting around without the weight loaded um so you can just increase your range of motion cool cool uh let's go to the next we've got Hey, Dania Lily864, you are a virgin. Get your head out of there, man. What's up, what's up there, Shafna? Yes, I'm a virgin. <laughs> okay. What's your healthy margarita recipe? That is a great question, and it's going to be coming soon to our YouTube. But do you want to whip out what it is? Yes, I can do that. Go for it's the ingredients. Be, okay, ingredients. Agave. How much? Um, squirt. Whatever <laughs> squirt means to you. That's what it is, man. Okay. Um, so it's going to be three ounce agave, uh, sorry, no, Whoa. don't do that. Three ounce tequila, uh, two ounces lime juice, cold press. If you can get fresh lime juice, even better. So three ounce tequila, two ounce lime juice, one ounce or even less of control, which is orange liqueur. Then you give a really good squirt of agave, shaken, strain. So. Awesome. And by the way, I'm going to tune into that healthy, meaning everything is from scratch so get the limes and squeeze them yourself do not buy lime juice that comes from a bottle that's full of sugar you don't need any extra sugar the agave is in replacement of the sugar and try and get organic good agave good quality because that matters um and the tequila get good quality tequila too like we like 
Shimano. For your own health, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and on the agave, if you want to make this margarita even healthier, eliminate the agave. And the Cointreau. And, well, the Cointreau is probably... No orange for. squeeze. You can do the orange squeeze, eliminate the agave, and try and go without it. That's why they call the skinny margarita. They actually Ooh. substitute and they spread some soda inside. I like Not it. Not a big fan, but fine. So I've got Melissa Gaza, 726. Have okay. you all ever had sciatic nerve in one of your legs currently having this issue only when squatting? So mm. I don't mind taking that one at all. Go ahead. So I uh, used to have severe back pain. Um, I have degenerated discs on my L4, L5. Um, and I had a partial tear, I think, on my L6. I don't remember. It was so long ago. But point being, I had bulging discs and a lot of of degeneration which was not good either so it was compressed and it would always cause so much pain for me and my problem was in my back but the pain would radiate over to my hips and my psoas my IT bands my TFL would shift and get so and like overcompensate for a lot so it would you, cause a lot of pain on top of that I have scoliosis as well um, and it became to the point that I could barely even tie my shoes I'd have to put my pants on laying on the bed like yeah. it was really bad for a really long time and I'll never forget the worst it ever got and I think I don't even know if I told you this and I've said it once but hmm. Uh, it was when I was competing and Paolo knew I was in pain and he used to lie about it, right? It's like, you good? I'm like, fine. Because he would be like, stop fucking training if you're in pain. And I'm like, no, I just want to win. <laughs> I'll do anything. Um, and I was at home one day. Remember the black recliner couch chairs? Yeah. And I literally lost all feeling in my legs. Like what? I couldn't stand up. I what? couldn't walk. I was like, oh my gosh, I've done it. Like I've paralyzed myself. I've done it. <laughs> I've only gone and done it. I really thought I'd done irreversible damage. And it probably lasted like 10 to 15 seconds. But it was honestly the, the scariest moment of my life. My entire body got covered in sweat. What did you feel? Uh, nothing. No, my legs not. went dead heavy, like really heavy. Uh -huh. And then I went to stand up and I'm like, what the heck? Like my legs are like jello. This is so bizarre. Holy shit. But point being is that I'm totally pain free now, unless I'm an absolute moron. Um, but I'm feeling way better. And I think the reason why is because I have retrained my entire central nervous system on, on, on what to do. Um, whenever lifting a load, I don't just go for things now. I focus on form, which is huge. I focus on mobility and I focus on making sure that I can attach and, and connect my mind to my body and don't just get from point A to point B because a lot of times you can just drop into a squat and bounce right out the bottom and, and figure it out kind of attitude. Um, but I know that that comes along with a hefty pain price tag. So I don't do that anymore. But, um, recovery, recovery is huge and not overtraining. And the crazy thing is, is like, I know the moves that really used to trigger me, but I'd still do them. So I just stayed away from them and understood what muscles they would target and try to strengthen the surrounding assisting muscles to that. Um, so I would say go get a massage, take some time to rest, recover. Um, and if it's inflammation and you're inflamed, then the bulging or the compression of the disc is going to cause the bulge of the disc to happen. And the pain, could it could be touching a nerve, which is causing the sciatica down the leg. So just make sure that you are recovering, make sure that you're moving right and make sure that you have a professional that can help you out and advise you um, in the right direction. But yeah, don't push through the pain because it's not normal. Yeah, and one thing to have with sciatica, lacrosse ball. Lacrosse ball onto your glutes, sit on a uh, hard-ish surface and let the ball roll. Let it roll. What do you got, baby? You're smiling. What's All right, we've got one? Commit to Fit. This is Kali, okay? Kali that won Ignite. Um, how are you liking the RV travel life so far? I, a lot of people passing by. It's cool. Uh, okay, how do we like the RV travel life? Um, overall, I love it. I love it. I really do. But in honesty, it like anything in life, it comes with its challenges, right? Mm -hmm. um, sometimes you stop and you wake up in these amazing, beautiful places, and you're like, "Holy crap! How is it possible that we're here right now?" And uh, and just the same of life it's a little grill we cook breakfast we cook dinner you cook your cell inside then we go inside it's awesome but then obviously comes with struggles comes with challenges and um, every now and then you're like fuck why is this uh, uh, but it's 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 fun I guess uh, it's a good prep for for the rest of our lives man we're just putting ourselves in so such sometimes tough situations tough scenarios that requires us to evolve to be better to be more understanding, to be more patient. And uh, there's a lot of growth with it. Yeah, for sure. I'll have to say, though, it is a challenge to balance, um, well, a couple things. Everything. Work with uh, life, right? Because, like, all these places are amazing, but they can, we can get so consumed with, like, oh, where should we film a workout? Oh, my gosh, where should we shoot the podcast? It's like, hang on, look at where we are. Why don't we just take this moment in for ourselves and, like, 
do that for a minute rather than focusing on the work, right? right? That's which is hard, right? Which is hard to balance. But also trying to combine and blend two lives into one. Even though we've been together for so long, um, and you know, we've we've figured out how to adapt and, and kind of blend our lives. Uh, we've always had our independent lives at home. And there's meaning, space, right? Yeah, like, but meaning like... Physically and... Yeah, like our days, some days we wouldn't see each other. I would, if I wanted to work out, I would go work out. If I wanted to go for lunch, I'd go for lunch. If I needed to go get groceries, I'd go get groceries. Like, it was never like, hey, would you like to work out? Or are you working out today? So, you know, like, sometimes we do that, sometimes we wouldn't. But like, I don't think that that's a healthy relationship, right? Yeah. It's like every second of every sin- single day, every act that you do is like just having to be perfect perfectly fit and aligned with the person that you're with so maybe that works for some people but it doesn't work for us and so now we're here we've got one vehicle um we've got limited time within the day so workouts aligned would be best it's it's interesting to find a space that works for both of us as far as like intensity and um it's interesting even though we're so we are together we are one you know we're a team we've lived together been together for 10 years like to live in the same space for such a long time is it's challenging. Even with such quarantine, we still have the opportunity without... to just go somewhere. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But it's, it's fun. And, and to be able to have, I actually think it's really healthy for us as much as it has led to some uncomfortable conversations. I think through those uncomfortable mm-hmm. conversations comes a lot of understanding and growth. And, and growth. Yeah. So I think it's really cool. So yes, we're loving it. I love the, the, the gypsy, like not knowing where I'm going to be yeah. kind of feeling. I really, really enjoy that. Um, uh, give us your best RV life hacks. RV life hacks. I got one. Do it. The, the uh, leaf blower. Leaf blower. Huh. Okay. Tell them about that. So the leaf blower, um, I've never had one before, actually, before this trip. And the leaf blower is something that comes in handy daily, multiple times. Uh, so on the RV life, so babe, you talk about the leaf blower. It's your hack. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love it. So, um, the leaf blower is great. So whatever we take outside of the RV, even if it just sits out there. So like the ATV pepper will get covered in a layer of sand or dust or dirt. So blowing off those things before they go inside the RV is huge. And plus like whenever we have the screen, the back ramp open, there's a layer of dust or sand or mm-hmm. dirt everywhere we go. So being able to kind of blow it out of the door is great i love it i love it a lot man i'm trying to think for a hack an actual hack like stuff that's like oh, uh, how about the bumper plates underneath Duh. oh that was a hack that was a hack so Fucking we just parked hacked. we parked on the beach for the first time uh super soft sin not gonna lie last night and we got <laughs> in around 9 30 p.m 10 p.m and all we saw was a bunch of lights of rvs parked but no real road because it was pitch black so we started going in super soft sand. We got a huge monster truck, but still, there's 20, no, there's about 16,000 pounds pulling behind. And then it came time to drop the jacks to stabilize the RV. And funny enough, yesterday, before we got to the location, we left Flagstaff. Yeah. And then I had a conversation with you, Hannah, and the guy from the RV shop asking, should I get these bumpers? Should I get these things to put the jacks down? And then finally we decided, nah, we don't need it. We parked on a soft sand beach. And then Hannah's like, let's just use the bumper plates. So it's perfect. We have six jacks. We have two 45s, two 25s, two What's 15s. a bumper plate? A bumper plate is a weight plate that you put on a barbell. Yep. So we have those on the DRV and it's stabilizing at home. Life just got hacked. Yep. Life's got hacked. I like it. Hacked I like it fitness. a lot. I like it a lot. Um, also, this is pretty much a no-brainer, right? But like, uh, whoa. We use Velcro, like heavy-duty Velcro. A lot of people saw the, everything in my RV and like laughed and were like, good luck driving. When you drive, everything's going to fall off and smash and break. Nothing has fallen off to this point. Everything is double, uh, like heavy-duty heavy, heavy duty Velcro, one attached to the shelf, one attached to the object. And if they are really, really crazy heavy that would cause damage, we'll remove those before we actually travel. And so that's that. Okay. Um, what This is from CD Bailey, 1977. What do you look forward to most on this new journey slash adventure besides all of the new experiences for you for me google um i look forward to meeting people like we have been lacking human connection and we've been spending a, a lot of time and inviting our friends and family out that's what i'm really looking forward to as well and i'm honestly looking forward to the unknown set date for a group workout in a park that i'm dropping right now that Paolo doesn't know about yet 
but kind of does, but don't know how he feels and he probably hates me. No, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know anything about it. Neither let's, do I yet. This is one of those ideas. Yeah, where? When? I don't know. Maybe somewhere in Oregon or maybe somewhere in like, you know, Colorado or something yeah. like that. And I'm good with that. We just do one that. workout in, in the park and, and somewhere outside and just have someone. I want to meet the Hef tribe. I want to get back out and see these lives that we're touching, you know, and not just see it through actual screen. I want to meet and feel and touch and hug and like sweat together, you know. That's what I really want to do. I'm in. I'm selfishly plugging that right here. I'm in. Sorry. We got it. I got, my, I got to see my tribe, you know, my Hef tribe. So uh, let's see. Uh, are you still uh, a trainer on the iFit? Yeah. Okay, yep. so I've got some more questions here. Do you think you can or will? Do you think you can or will you live the traveling lifestyle longer than a year? Whose question? Let's give him a shout That's, out. That's uh, Sin Wallens. Sin Wallens. Um, you go. There you go. So right now, our plan is a little loose, right? So our initial idea was to have this trip go on for between eight to ten months. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard in the YouTube though, like on the first time we were looking, I was like, we're going to be on the road for six months. It's like yeah. <laughs> that quickly escalated. It was six months, yeah. But um, we also know that there's going to be several places in the country that we won't be able to visit within this first initial period. So like Hannah was saying, we're, we're going to try and go to England for Christmas in Park DRV. And when we come back, there's still a few of the places that I want to go. Yeah. And I don't know how long that's going to take. And we don't know how, where we're going to be at that point. So we yeah. have plans up until like October, November time. And then after that, who knows? So do you, do you think we can live it more than a year? I do. More I than think a we year? Can. Yeah. I think we're probably, probably really going to start finding our real groove at like four to five months. I, I honestly agree. do. Because there's still stuff that uh, we, we work towards. There's still stuff that we're trying to figure out on a daily basis, right? Yeah. Like small stuff. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so cast the cas underscore. When do you guys plan on having children? Paolo. After the RV trip. Is that simple? Mm, babies. That's cute. How many babies do you want? We're going to start with two. I know we're going to end with two. <laughs> we might start with two. Oh, jeez. Uh, Tia Nolte. Tita. Just want to say I love you guys. No questions. We love you too, baby. Uh, let's see. Peasy14. Pretty easy. I think actually we had that already. Sorry, um, I already read these ones. My bad. Is there going to be a new follow along program from the Dim Car FYR 3.0? So there's probably not going to be an FYR 3.0, but we do have a really cool new programming uh, that's kind of similar actually. That's in the works right now. That's going to yep. be coming soon. You want to tell them about it? Yes, it's going to be called Fearless, guys. Mm-hmm. We shot this entire program in Austin. And uh, since you asked about the FIR program, it's similar in what sense? It's similar because we are going to have beginner mat, intermediate mat, advanced mat. It's going to be a six-week program. And all you're going to need for this program is one pair of dumbbells. Not two, not three, just one pair of dumbbells. And a bag of mini bands. And a bag of mini bands. That's right. That's it. So stay on the lookout. That program is going to drop on the Half Training app. Um, just keep your eyes open. You're going to hear about it. Promise. Yeah, so there's actually exciting things coming along. Um, we're going to be relaunching our app, which we've let you guys know. I don't want to say an exact date yet, just because I don't want to over-promise and under-deliver. Um, but it, it will be coming soon, within the next couple months. Let's just say that. And whenever we launch this new platform, um, the Fearless uh, program will be on the actual app. So you guys yep. that are current subscribers will have access to it. And if you're not, then you'll just be able to have to subscribe to our app and be able to do it. It's going to be it. really cool. I cannot wait. That's I'm so it. excited for that one. So how is your trip uh, so far on the road? And is Colorado in your on your horizon? That's from 1A-Rod. 1A-Rod. Want to go or go? Go for it, babe. Dude, the trip's going amazing. Um, and it's exactly what we expected, meaning we left the East Coast, we left Florida, and things were cool and all. And as we start getting closer and closer to the West Coast, my goodness, the stuff that we've seen is just mind-blowing. Like, yeah. look at this place. And, um, yeah, stuff just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And, yes, Colorado is on the horizon. We are going to be spending some time in Colorado. And I can't wait to go. Heard incredible things. Awesome. This is a great question, and it might be lengthy. So who knows how many more questions will go. So what's the time right now? I don't know what time uh, It's 11.57. Okay. So... Uh, how you guys met, I need to know the whole love story from Alla, Annabelle, 
Annabella, no, maybe not, Annabelle Angen okay. or Annabella Nyan. I'm not sure. Okay. How do, we, how do we meet? Do you want me to say or you want to say? You, you say it. No, you I, say it. I answered the last three questions. Did you? Okay. Um, how do we meet? Well, we both were in the service industry, the, the hospitality industry. So I was a uh, server and Paolo was a bartender at a bar in Fort Lauderdale, Florida called Tiki Bar. which yeah, was Tiki Bar. The Tiki Bar at the Ocean Manor Hotel. So if anyone knows that spot, that is exactly where Paolo and I, it's actually, I think, the only Tiki Bar on the beach um, in Fort Lauderdale, right? At least at that point was. Yeah, at that point. Who knows? That was like circa 2009. Uh, that's crazy to think about. Circa? 2009? It was 2009. Yeah. Well, anyhow, uh, we met there and I remember, I'll never forget um, going through a breakup and sitting out on like a balcony one time and saying in front of Paolo, like, you know, I just don't get it. Like, why can't I just have friends that just want to be, or why can't I just have friends that are guys that just want to be my friends, like don't want to sleep with me. Like, I just don't get it. And he was like, yeah, man, like, oh yeah, like. Yeah. yeah just like that sympathizing and i remember paolo was like the hottest dude in the hotel oh. and all the chicks yes no way totally. we didn't meet we didn't meet all night we you moved to florida all night we met 11, okay. uh, beginning of 2011 oh really yeah july 4 2011 we kicked we kissed on july 4 yeah. 2011 so we met before that that's what i'm saying oh, okay um so by the way, that happened under the fireworks. Oh my God. It was like a movie. Uh, <laughs> so we did. And Paolo was like the hottest thing ever. You don't get it. He was like the Brazilian dude that wore affliction, that had a blowout. God, had cut it crazy out. I didn't hair. wear affliction back yeah, then. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. No, back then. What do you I mean? I had them in my wardrobe, but they were old, old stuff. They were old news. You didn't have the balls to wear them yet? No, I had, Pappy, all, I had, already, I had already done that. Oh, Papi Brazil was dead? Well, not dead. I don't know if you guys know this, but Paolo refers himself. This is the second I don't refer hear, it to myself. Um, that he says in his old life, which means before me, he was known as Brazilian Papi. Let's go ahead and all throw up in three, two, one, and go. <laughs> hey, listen, you're trying to hate the player when you should be really hating the game because so it's, it's not how it goes. Someone help. It's the game. Send help. It's the game. Anyway, you're trying to so we met at that point in our lives. Um, and we were friends at first and uh we were yeah we did hang out for a little bit as friends and then i'll never forget when i still thought that we were friends so i'm like in my head i'm like i don't stand a fucking chance with this dude like i don't like i'm just gonna slip him right into that friend zone and you know just be that chick that's got a group of really hot dude friends and that's cool with me i honestly <laughs> felt like that at that time um is that a thing I don't know, but I just Be always, I was, no, not really, but I just had a lot of friends that were dudes that were good looking, but we, there was nothing going on, you know? So then I remember one night that you came over with another friend. So it was all like a group of us yeah. to my apartment with Taylor and we were sitting somewhere and I had no, I had socks on and I remember Paolo's foot touching my foot and I was like, Oh my God, his foot is touching my foot. There's no way that this, he meant to do that. And then he didn't move his foot. I'm like, Oh my gosh, my foot's touching his foot, his, such, his foot's touching my foot. Such and, we fist, my fist, oh my and we both know it and no one's moving. This is it. And then I remember going, fuck man, I'm going to leave tomorrow. I'm going home. I was going home to England for like two weeks or something. Yeah. And I remember you left a ring I did. I, at my it's, house. It's a no trick from, from my old life. Fuck babe. you. It's a no trick from my <laughs> old life. What can I say? So Papa Brazil, you I dropped leave. an anchor. You dropped <laughs> It, I dropped an anchor. It's a thing, Hannah. Well, listen. I dropped an anchor. So let me. me tell you what happened. So she was about to leave for two weeks, and I dropped the anchor, which means I went to the bathroom um, to wash my hands, whatever, to use the restroom. And uh, in washing my hands, I took one of my rings off, and I left on the sink. Remember that? Yeah. And I did it on purpose. So yeah. she went on that trip. Then she texted me on the way to the airport. So I'm like, hey, you left your ring. I'm like... Oh, yeah, yeah, no worries. I'll pick it up whenever we come back. Boom. Drop you got me. I dropped the anchor. You got me. And no, you did. And then it was like, we kept it on the down low for a while. And then I remember, I'll never forget it. We always used to have like huge rages at our house, my roommate and I. And all the girls were over one night and everyone sat in my room and like giggling and doing girl talk. And everyone's like, oh my God, like, so can everyone tell the truth? Like, 
Um, maybe I should curb how I how my girlfriends talk, but maybe I don't. But because we all talk that way. But and everyone's like, "Has anyone fucked Pala yet?" Whoa! <laughs> Has anyone kissed Pala yet? Should I say it like that? And I was like, "Everyone," and I'm sitting there going, doo, doo, doo. "Like I have no idea." I'm really grinning like a little child on the inside, but I can't let anyone know. So I'm like, "No, no." And all the girls are talking about it in my mind. I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> they have no idea. And then how do we? How do we even like? Tell the world that that we were dating. July Fourth. Oh just, yeah, we just that was right. And then publicly. behind the scenes, we were like getting down and having yeah. fun, hanging out. But July Fourth, a lot we of went fun. Pub, what went public? Went public. We did the the old IPO. Yeah, no. And then at the hotel that we worked at, they used to do events. Mm. Obviously, it was like a bar. So for July Fourth, they had fireworks on the beach, and everyone that we worked with was around. All of our friends were around. Then I remember like him looking at me, I'm looking at him, and then we started kissing under the fireworks, and it was so romantic. Oh. So that's how we met, guys. That was a long time ago. I was 19 and lied to him and told him I was 23. Oh, yeah, you did that. Yeah. Okay. Uh... Hello, hello. Hey. You know, you two are sitting here with such a beautiful picture. I can't help but I took a big Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Oh, that's so sweet. Uh, I drop it. Yeah, that would be awesome. Paolo, you keep going here. I'm going to grab this picture. Okay. Thank you. All right, so. Oh, that's so sweet. Hands grabbing a picture. So, okay, cool. So that's exactly how we met. Uh, maybe in another podcast, we're going to tell you guys exactly um, how we got engaged. That was a good one. Uh, good story on that one, actually. And it happened. It's a crazy story, actually. I'm not going to lie. So it's a crazy story. Uh, one day in another podcast, maybe we'll get that with you guys. So let's just wait for him to come back with some more questions. But for the meantime... Hang out. So much. Have a Check out all this view. She's coming back. All right, babe. Here we go. Okay. Sorry about that. You got a pick? It's a dope, it's a dope pick. That's going to be the cover pick. It's going to be the cover pick. No big deal. <laughs> we'll give you credit. Swear. Thank you. All right. No, that's cool. Sorry. Where was I at for questions? Face this way. Well, my bad. Um, so, da -da -da -da, where am I? Okay. Um, overcoming cravings and setbacks in health and wellness fitness journey. I'm going to go or you go? You can start. Overcoming cravings and setbacks in health and wellness journeys. Cravings. So let's start with cravings, okay? So I still do have a really sweet tooth. Um, but when I was younger, it was even worse. And before I kind of got into shape, it was something that was not good for me at all. Um, but I start, how did I stop it entirely? I think that I started to, like, give myself boundaries to create some discipline. It was like, all right, you can only eat x y and z on the weekends and i think i started with like just eating cheat meals on the weekends point being i started to eliminate it slowly not entirely because every time i tried to strip it entirely i would kill it for like oh, a no. month and then crash and burn um so i always feel like if you continue to resist and hold prevent yourself from doing something you're gonna eventually give in and, and, and kind of fail so i always say this like once you can understand that we have to stop setting ourselves up for failure mm -hmm then we can start to succeed. And that feeling of success is a lot more encouraging and motivating than failing every time. Failing just puts you and keeps you even deeper into this like horrible space that you're in, right? So setting yourself up for success, don't be so drastic. Like if you eat horrible and you eat absolutely terrible, right? You eat fried food every day and you're eating cakes and candy and chocolate and soda for every single meal, pick one thing and start with that. Right. If you eat all that shit that I just listed, let's start with soda. Like let's eliminate soda. Right. Or let's only do one can of Coke a day. If you're on a 20 freaking cans a day, you know, like one thing at a time so that you can still have it, but start to fill your body with less of it because it is an addiction. And I can tell you this from Iceland. I still don't think that I'm back to where I was, since ah, Iceland, you are. but not with the mindset <laughs> that I had before when it came to nutrition. Before Iceland, I was so dialed in. Like I, and it wasn't because I was trying to be good. It was just how I was. Like if someone was eating shit around me, I'd like have one, try it and not continue. Like I just, because I just wanted to taste it and like, oh, that was nice. But like, I don't want it that bad. I think that because it was a do or die kind of thing. No, no. The but, Iceland mission. Right. But hear me out. So before I went to Iceland, mm -hmm. before I started eat, I had to start eating more calories, which I try to do it healthily, but I had to start eating sugar and shit. So that's what I'm trying to say. Before I started to do that, I was in a mindset where I had eliminated sugars and so much shit from my diet for so long that I just didn't crave it anymore. Mm -hmm. But then when I went to Iceland, I needed the calories. So then I was eating literally tablespoons of Nutella 
on cookies and like disgusting amount of calories just because we were burning so many a day like moving for 12 hours like five four between four and six thousand calories i'd need to eat a day and it was so hard to do healthily it would be like i'd cry right and try and like force myself so we started to eat shitty foods that were dense calories um but then i started just craving sugar even when we stopped the mission it was like i was trying to get back into my groove again and I couldn't do it and even now like I still don't think I'm as dialed in as I used to be but I feel better because I'm enjoying life a little bit more and I just know everything in moderation is key right so don't don't restrict yourself and the same thing that's a word moderation Mm -hmm. because the one thing about cravings um which we all have or had doesn't matter is don't deprive yourself because if you deprive yourself your brain is gonna put that thing into a pedestal up, up into a pedestal and whenever you touch it you're going to stuff your face with it. Mm-hmm. Instead, oh, you want it? Have it in small quantities and move on. But don't deprive yourself. Cool. I've got two more. And this is from Marine, by the way. We're still answering that question. And then we'll probably wrap it up for today. And we'll cool. continue asking, answering some questions on another session. But Marine 329 asks us about the overcoming cravings, setbacks, and health, wellness, and fitness journey. I just want to wrap that up. And you can add anything to this, Paolo. But from my, point, from my side, anyway, um, I remember having a turning point, which was about a year into my fitness journey um at the beginning it was like this desperation to feel and look a certain way um and then I realized that I don't want that anymore that's not why I'm here you know my reasons are far deeper than that like this is for mental health and just for being uh, a better version of myself of like having a space or an outlet to release and I think that the great word that Tommy uses often is like to like uh, metabolize toxic Mm -hmm. energy uh, that I just think that is within me or I inhale from the rest of the world, um, uh, which was be patient, you know, like if you're going to, if I need that, if I need fitness and health and nutrition or whatever, for those reasons that I just stated, then I got to be patient because I need that forever. Right. But the mode and the gear that I was going at to try and find and feel and look a certain way, was like I can do this but maybe for like three months man like I don't mm-hmm. want to do it wasn't enjoyable I couldn't see myself doing that for more than a short period of time you know whereas if you like you know what there is no end line I know this sounds so cheesy but there is no finish line and once you understand that it makes it a lot easier to fall over to overcome yeah. you know You're to make yeah. mistakes mm-hmm. you know it becomes a lot easier to get back up and just keep moving because like oh shit i just tripped but wait we're nowhere near being done so what's the point in, in slowing down we've got a fucking place to go here like and that place to go by the way is life like there's no way it, uh, that you're going to get to some point and be like all right i'm good here this is all i need from this life i'm gonna stop right here like yeah. right like the whole part version and the reason why we're doing this is so that we continue to keep pushing past those points and being like, what else, what else, what else, what else? And like, you know, really like uh, optimizing our actual potential. Um, And I think that once we can understand that it's a long game, be patient, then all of these things that you're saying, like the next one that I wanted to wrap up on and you can tune in on this, uh, which was like, how, um, what do you do when you feel gross from eating out, skipping a meal fast, or do you just eat clean? Like Erica, this is a great example. That was Erica Grezak. Um, Erica Grezak. Drop that mindset, you know, like, fuck, you ate out. You had a bad meal. I'm not going to fast because of that. I'm not going to skip a meal or do an extra workout. Like, fuck, own, own the decision that you made because you've got to make sure that you own every decision you make and be cool with it and move on. And don't change anything. Don't go extra hard that day because I don't know where you're trying to get to, but, like, by the time you get to the end, which is when you die... <laughs> That one meal isn't going to change your life. And if you allow it to, the journey to death is going to be very boring. Yeah, I agree. And it's awesome because this point that you brought up right now remind me of the very first point that I missed on the very first question on this podcast. Yes. Yes. We need to understand, and and you say that it's a long game. Um, In one of my workouts, actually, I speak about this, that fitness is an endless game. It's exactly what Hannah is saying. And... uh, Whenever you feel gross, whenever you feel like a setback or an injury, whatever it is, look back for a second and look back at all the times that you felt gross, all the times that you felt that very same feeling and you're still here today and you're still alive and everything is okay. We just need to understand that life's going to have ups and downs, literally. And most importantly, your fitness game is going to come in waves. There's going to be some times in my life and there were times that I was completely dialed nutrition was dialed training 
And some of the times are not. And this right now, since we're talking about the struggle and working 12 hours, this is one of those. Uh, I am happy if I get my 25 to 35 minute workout in the day. And it's just where I'm at right now. Um, am I in the top shape of my life? Probably not. Am I as buff as I wanted to be? Probably not, but it's okay. I'm happy. I'm accepting the small wins and I'm not fixating on the downfall, on the little losses, on the little broken plates along the way. Yeah, and um, I think what you just said is really important. It's like, I think we all need to understand why we're doing fitness, why we do fitness, right? Like, why do we do this? I do fitness. I do fitness because, uh, no, but for real, like, why are we doing this? You know, like, yeah, of course we all want to look uh, a certain way or feel confidence within our aesthetic appearance you know that of course we want that um i think it makes us feel more confident on the outside but it's more than that i think it's important that paolo said that because i think you know although he's saying all right i got 25 to 30 minutes of my workout am i in the best shape of my life no but then you stop and you look around right like your workouts can't just be your life like there's so much more to your life than your physical movement um, and your physical state i think that Look around the rest of your life. Emotionally, how are you feeling? Um, are you? What are you doing on a day-to-day basis? Like, we might not be working out inside of a gym as much, but we are out in the world seeing it in a whole different way, right? Yeah. We're moving in a different way. So yeah. I think making sure that every aspect of your life is taken care of and not just focusing on your fitness is important because I used to do that and I wasn't feeling fulfilled even though I looked fucking insane, um, but that I wasn't internally happy. Uh, so I don't think that I could have stayed there for the long run anyway. So I think that's really important to, to mention. But it's been a really cool podcast. Do you have yeah. anything else that you want to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to end, you touched on a good point. And actually, my post today, I say something about that. Just so you guys can take uh, take this away with you from the podcast. Life has got a bunch of buckets to it. Personal relationships, professional life, uh, marriage, friendship, and all the other things that you judge important to you. Um, fulfillment comes from finding balance along those buckets and understand that fitness is just one of them and although you may not be on the best place of your life in your fitness game look around be grateful for where you're at and that's exactly what we're doing although we might not be getting the crazy workouts every single day we get to do this and we get to come to places uh enjoy spend time make memories and that in turn fulfills us in different ways absolutely thank you guys so much for listening thanks for being here and uh we'll catch you soon Deuces. Love you, babe. Love you too. Thanks, guys.